Good evening and welcome to SASCast. Hi, Amber. Can you believe it? We are doing our podcast immediately after we've watched The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I think this is a first. This might be a first, like literally minutes after we have finished. Probably one minute. We couldn't believe this week's episode that we had to get it captured on our podcast immediately. Well, a couple of reasons though. I was saying to Amber, actually not a lot actually happened on this episode. And part of the reason I wanted to do it was because I could bitch about people and not have to re- remind myself because so little actually happened. Do you, you do you it. actually mean like little happened in terms of they went places and did things because it was very concentrated. Yeah. Very that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't I, want to forget what the conversations were. I needed to keep those fresh. And I was worried that the, them going places wasn't going to, uh, you know, refresh my recollection if I waited a night. Got it. And we haven't had any drinks this evening. Yeah. We're on a dry January. We're on people. A dry January. So it's day two. We've been very successful this far. Although I did uh, have to text my friend who is not drinking currently and tell her that last night, which was the first day that we would not maybe not make it because we didn't realize we were hosting a small little get together because the University of Utah was in the Rose Bowl. And we thought, oh, well, we'll invite a couple of friends over. And then we served them beer and some cocktails. And then we thought, what are we going to do with ourselves? Yeah, we both felt like at the beginning, we felt like that we were going to ha- quote have to drink. Yeah. And then both of us, I think, not, we didn't even talk about it, but I was sitting there having a, a mocktail at the time actually, and thought to myself, I feel pretty good. I don't need to have a drink. Right. And I just I, kept that going. I did. I, I made, I didn't really make a conscious decision. I just never poured myself a drink. I know. But don't you think that had you said, Hey, you want a Paloma or you want this? Do you think if one of us if had said, one of us had done it, we would have drunk. I, I know. I, I know. totally agree. With so, you. so I give you and I a lot of a credit. credit. So we're just doing uh, dry January, let's liver, little uh, detox, yeah. do a little fresh face, a little hydration to the face. See if it, oh, and it also helps. Sleep. We were talking to a friend of ours. Well, we're that, but we're also talking to a friend of ours that so many people are doing a dry January that it actually is helpful because you know, I think, and I don't want to go into too much detail about it, but the culture, our culture of drinking has changed a lot, I think in the last, let's say 10 years. Yeah. And I almost feel like you're embarrassed when you tell somebody you're not drinking. Yeah. You know, I didn't drink, um, a lot of my adult life. Cause I was with someone who didn't drink and we just didn't drink. Right. And so, um, and I didn't actually feel like it was that hard, but I think it would be a lot harder now. I think so too. And I think part of it, I mean, I think getting for us in particular, we're getting to a point where if I'm drinking alcohol and it's impacting my sleep, that's just something I can't tolerate. I can't tolerate. Yeah. If a glass, if I have a glass of wine with the dinner, I, there is a high probability that I'll either have a headache or I will wake up in the middle of nighttime multiple times. Yeah. And it's just not worth it. Well, I know that's why I think I started day, not day drinking during work, just to be clear, <laughs> but where on the weekend, on I would weekend, be like, you know what, I'm going to mimosa's better in the morning. Yeah. Than it is. Yeah. Yeah. But then I kind of felt sluggish all day long. I mean, that, we could go, we could go all, we can go all day long on this. We don't need to do that. Okay. So that was a little, that's, you know, that was a little warm up, Sarah. That was a little warm up. So let's talk about this week's episodes because I thought it was really good. I thought the last two minutes were before it clicked off 
when they showed the previews for next week is really good where Jen Shaw is going insane and she and Lisa Barlow are going at it yelling. And then I think the producer has to pull Jen Barlow, Jen Barlow, Jen, Jen Shaw, Shaw off of Lisa. Yeah. So right. I, okay. But that can I, can I, can we talk about the first thing um, at the beginning of the episode and also related to our party yesterday? Yes. Sh- Coach Shaw. Yeah. Coach Sharif Shaw. So first off, we did see him multiple times yeah. at the Rose Bowl while we were watching On that TV. horrific, horrific game where Utah was ahead by two touchdowns almost the entirety of the freaking Rose Bowl, but somehow managed to blow it in the end. I know, but it was so good. It was 48 to 45. Yeah, and they were they were expected to lose big time. Yeah. So, I mean, that was not. But what was the was point? Good. We saw Coach Shaw. Yeah, we saw Coach Shaw Several twice. times. We were keeping our eyes out for him. Yeah. They were, even mentioned his name. They mentioned his name basically saying that he needed to get, I don't know, some one of the players needed to cover – one of the star uh, Ohio State players that Coach Sharif Shaw um, needed to really get that player to cover him. And I was like, okay. But then I was also surprised to see that uh, Coach Shaw showed up, and we I'm just skipping ahead a minute, to Whitney's event. Launch because party. he doesn't really usually show up to those things. I know. Yeah. He was home. He was yeah, home. Remember, because so, yeah. usually he's out. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, this episode was largely, from a context standpoint, was based off of the Wild Rose launch right because she Whitney rebranded her Iris and Bo to Wild Rose and this was the big launch party they had downtown at the Ivy which we've been to and it was good food they have this really good beet uh hummus oh, oh my God, gosh your beet hummus is so really good. good I agree and they serve it with this pita bread yeah uh, and they have good cocktails I yeah. had a really good gin and tonic there yeah oh my gosh I shouldn't be saying that I, I listen to me they do have good <laughs> cocktails there but Ooh, you know I, mean? I know you were talking about that, but but you forgot to talk about one thing that's related to Coach Shaw that you and I went off on. Do you know what I'm talking about? We went off on it. No. Uh, Jen's mother. Uh, well, that was okay, but I wasn't. Just let's talk okay, about that. Let's, let's talk, talk about okay, it. Let's, okay. So the context was the big party was Wild and Rose, or no, Wild Rose is having her launch party. That's one aspect. Before they get to the launch party, it kind of covers everybody, right? So everybody getting dressed. Yeah, everybody's getting ready for it. So Jen Shaw and her mom have a small segment where basically Jen Shaw says that her mom is going to provide just about $1 million to her $2 million retainer fee for her, her charges for her attorney her attorney fees to retain her attorney yeah attorney fees but related to her uh indictment right and first of all two million dollars for a retainer is serious business and second of all her mom's that's her mom's entire retirement sir i think she needs to plead and say you know what i did something wrong I, I don't understand exactly what I did wrong, but I know I did something wrong. I mean, I'm just saying this is what she's going to say because she doesn't think she's guilty. She'll be like, I didn't know those people, but if, if that's a, you know, if that's what it takes to, for me to get two years and then my mom doesn't have to lose her entire million dollars in retirement. So I totally agree with you. I cannot believe that she would take her mother's money to pay an attorney fee retainer just to remind everybody uh, Win or lose that case, you don't get those attorney's fees back. So no matter what, her mom's not getting her retirement back. 
And at the very end, when her mom said, I hope that somebody's got a bedroom for me, I actually don't think that she was joking. Of course she's not joking. She has to have a bedroom. Well, and I also said to Amber while we were watching it, I don't, I don't, I've never heard of a retainer that large, 2 million bucks. that wasn't related to like a murder trial. So the fact that she's got lawyers asking for a retainer of that size tells me that they think she's guilty and they don't believe that. I mean, they're going to have to go all out in trying to make her case. But I, I'll tell you one thing. I wouldn't spend $2 million on a, on a criminal retainer. I'd get my, and I've told this to Amber a million, million times too. Federal public defenders are really good lawyers. I had a lot of people in law school who um, became federal public defenders. So she doesn't have to spend that kind of money on private attorneys. And those attorneys she's talking about, by the way, ended up leaving the case most likely because they told her she needed to plead that she needed to make a deal and told her that she was going to lose. And she didn't want to accept that for an answer. So she now has one attorney. Um, I can't remember. It's just a, it's a woman attorney and I can't remember her name, but I, I don't know. I, I think that she's blown through probably millions of dollars already in attorney's fees and she's going to prison. Dang. So, and her mom's lost her retirement. She said her mom worked for 30 years. I know. I know. I just, yeah. Uh, no, I Amber is 100% right. Uh, she should have not taken her mother's money and made a deal. Oh my gosh. That was that was just it hard was to disturbing. It was really disturbing, hard to watch, hard to watch. And then what the hell was Meredith wearing <laughs> on that first testimonial? That orange like basically it was like Coca Gabbana type of outfit. So it looked like two giant light bulbs, yeah. orange light bulbs attached like, to her breasts. Yeah, those kind of teardrop light bulbs yeah. that were and they were yeah, attached to her breasts. And then she had that gold chain thing going down with a little pendant at the end. And I was thinking to myself, what is happening here? Well, I thought that too. I and it, it doesn't really matter what it's not her usual blazer. Yeah, and when she was having lunch with Mary, she had on actually quite a subdued look yeah, not that, even a collared blazer no but a blazer a blazer oh i would do, do say this i know we don't do a lot of commentary on their bodies but she came in she had like these black satin pants on or whatever she looked really thin oh did she yeah i didn't notice yeah that. i thought that it was like oh huh. that's a little thin yeah meredith's on my shit list right now oh, well, she, oh she is so on my shit list i I was astounded by her this evening. Oh, Let's just cut to the chase when they were all talking. So we're, you know, listen, people, we like to go all over the map. Whatever strikes us is interesting to talk about. We're going to do it. And what we're saying to you as listeners is Meredith was a wackadoobie <laughs> and so was Mary. Well, okay, but okay. that's it. Mary's always and the same. To, Okay, but together Mary, they were a bunch of wackadoobies. Wackadoobies. Amber, Amber, when did... Meredith become Mary's defense. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Well, I, you know, Meredith is like, I am holier than thou. I am, you know, the, you know, I am just engaging and I'm, you know, I don't gossip. I don't do this. I'm going to tell you to your face. I'm not mean. And they were sitting there tonight when Jenny pulled them into the back room at the wild Rose launch party to say, I Mary, you said a racist comment to me. Yeah. It was hurtful. I don't like it. You should not be discriminatory. And this was on top of um, your your thug comment your about Mexican Jen Shaw comment. and then the Mexican people. Yeah. And you know, so and then and then Meredith literally, literally, when asked, basically, 
if that was discriminatory or racist, she's like, well, I don't know your preference. Yeah, she didn't actually like she, she didn't did actually say yes. Call, referring to an Asian's quote slanty eyes, I, I feel uncomfortable yeah. saying that unquote uh, is uh, a racist comment. She wouldn't even commit to that. Yeah, and I, I feel like the other women were actually in shock when you looked at their faces. They're yeah, like, they were. Yeah, I think we all know that it's racist. I will say this: I'm disappointed in Jen Shaw. Who is she was uh, quiet, but she did say that was racist. She yeah, did. but why is she so quiet about it? Like, for God's sake, what does the Mary have against her? If I were Jen Shaw, I'd be all over Mary. Like, that's the get the attention off you, lady, by putting the attention on racist Mary. Yeah. And you know, let me just say something about the Mexican thing again, because it came up. We saw Lisa Barlow on Watch What, ha- Watch what Happens Live a couple weeks ago, and 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 uh, a, a listener asked her why she didn't say anything to Mary when she made the Mexican mm-hmm. comment. And Lisa said, just keep watching. You'll see what happens in a future episode. And this mm-hmm. is the episode where Lisa actually said, hey, you made a, a comment about Mexicans. And, you know, when we watched the show, Amber, when we were watching the original, when Mary made that comment and she was crying, you remember? She was like, oh, <laughs> she's crying. Yeah, yeah. And then she said something about thugs and Mexican, Mexican people. people. And I did understand, I'm, you know, I'm a, a half Mexican-American. Um, and I did understand that, at the time, I thought, is she referring to, like, drug dealers? Mm-hmm. You and I talked about it, right? Yeah. Is she referring to drug dealers? Okay, well, even, and I, uh, to give her the benefit of the doubt, I think she was, and she actually referred to it again tonight, that she was referring to cartel, like, but then let's talk about but that. Yeah, let's but yeah, right, that a minute. Right, yeah. she's doing that because she sees Jen, Jen Shaw wearing fur and braids. And braids. Which, okay, whatever. I mean, so here's where I, where I'm going to talk about this. You need to know enough that you cannot make comments like that, even if you're not meaning it to be about, for example, Mexican people. Like, I don't think she actually was saying Mexican people are this or that, but she needs to know enough that you cannot use the word Mexican in a derogatory fashion unless you are going to be perceived as making a racist remark. And I feel like Mary is an idiot. I feel like she's a total idiot. Mary, she's not firing all cylinders yeah, she's not. and her and her grammar is something oh my else God, guys and oh. you know i just there's something of mary and her wigs like I, mary <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> she's terrible wigs, i don't understand right now i don't understand and i just cannot wrap my head around why meredith is sticking so close to her I don't is something yeah. going on? Did they actually were they actually in cahoots about? Yeah, it's a show bringing, thing. It's a show thing. I really believe yeah, that's the way it's edited. Uh, way it's edited. Also, I believe that um, they you know there's going to be little groups of people who support each other. And who is mm-hmm. Meredith? Well, I guess Meredith was with Lisa Barlow at one point. She should have stuck with her. But for her to be backing up Mary, she I don't th- I don't know that she knows how bad she's coming across. Like she she's watching it now. My guess is she's like, wow, I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you know, listen, I everyone who listens to this knows how I feel about Lisa Barlow. I actually felt for Lisa Barlow in this episode. No idea why, but I did. And and Meredith, I mean, she's just treating Lisa like sometimes she's friends with her and is backing her up and hugging her and staying at the the party longer in order to be there by her side. And then she says these really kind of cryptic backhanded comments that seem directed at Lisa, but they're not told to Lisa directly. And so Lisa's, I think Lisa's like, am I being gaslit right now? Right now? 
I agree. And I said to you, Amber, that when you, when you, the entire episode, when one during the, while they were watching the episode is, is supporting Lisa Barlow, the entirety of the episode, you know, something's gone terrible, terribly wrong with the other people. (laughs) I I do think that one of the things that Mary said to Lisa at the end of the show, and I think is actually true is that Lisa is two-faced. She'll, Oh yeah. yeah, She's totally. But in general, I really feel like Lisa is on the right side. I mean, well, I, I hate to say that. I kind of you know like her Listen, Lisa is totally two-faced. She's two-faced yeah. because she loves gossip. She loves being in the mix of things and she's very insecure. So that's exactly why she's two-faced, right? Because she's always trying to position herself yeah. in a way to be liked or to be popular, to be whatever. She's exactly that t- total high school girl you went to, to school with, um, you know, and, and did the same thing, right? Um, but I... I was on her side this evening. Mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah. I have to admit where I was just like, okay, I, I don't, she is being gaslit by Meredith. Yeah. No kidding. No uh, kidding. You know, it's crazy. And by the way, who cares about Meredith? Like, why does anybody care about what Meredith thinks? Every bizarre. She's kind of the OG. It seems like. That's the what group. they're treating her. Yeah. Why? Like, yeah. That, but everybody's around the same age. It's not even like she's the older I know. person. It's bizarre. I will say I was really I, I give, there's two people I'm going to give credit to this episode, which is one, Jenny, oh, for yeah. calling it out and saying, and by the way, here's your, your Lou Baton shoes back, by the way. That was funny. To me, that was funny that she's giving them back. Um, and two, it was Whitney, yet again, Whitney, yet again, that was like, hey, you guys, it seems like we're just like, you know, what do you call it? Pussyfooting around this racist commentary. Yeah, but that's the second time because last episode Whitney said uh everybody was talking about you at in yeah. Vale. Yeah. Like she's yeah. kind of the voice of I guess honesty well about what's going on. Agreed. And I will say that I think it's funny that when this goes on around Jen, where people are like, Yeah, everybody was talking about you. Oh yeah, she said this about you. Jen literally just kind of sits there with a blank stare on her face. It's bizarre. Like she doesn't even seem bothered by it. Don't you think that's funny? Yeah. And then she remember she took the shoes too. Although you know why not take the shoes? And, and uh, whatever, I couldn't even. I can walk two steps in those shoes. Oh my god, I would roll my ankle. I'd be in a cast. I would be in a cast within like three minutes. There, I, <laughs> I yeah. I nobody trained me to walk in shoes like that. I don't know how you gals. Do nobody. It. Okay, so I, my dad. I remember I was going to the prom, and I got these little like pumps. You know, like little ones, yeah, little ones, but they still were overwhelming for me. And I remember my dad trying to teach me how to walk in them. Your dad? Yeah, he was just like, okay, okay, you can't, you can't scratch your shoulders like that. And like he was, he was right, trying to teach me how to walk in these pumps. I feel like that you. This is my opinion on this, and I, I don't know much, but I do feel like you have to get started at a very, very Oh, I agree. In you order to be able to walk in heels. It's like muscle memory, right? So yeah. you have to be able to be able yeah. to do it. Like, I don't, if you guys are watching uh, Just Like That, was it, is it Just Like That, the second, Sex in the City? Oh yeah, the Sex in the City. Yeah, movie. but oh I gosh. love watching Carrie Bradshaw right, yeah. walk in those stilettos everywhere she goes. And she does it like seductively and walking around. I don't know if you can say Sarah Jessica Parker is seductive. But she does have a flourish. Like, she is so natural in those stilettos. You know, uh, yeah. I think that you have to have started as a small girl. Yeah. I think also that you have to 
those have to be in general, like what you wear most of the time. And then third, you have to have not problems with your toes. I mean, I think and your back and your hips. Yeah. And your shins. I, I've ha- always had problems with my, my toes. I had whatever. I'm not going to go into yeah. it, but I would not, I mean, I could have maybe walked in some heels, but not all oh. day long like that. No way. Well, just, you know, given my background and in anatomy and physical therapy. I mean, there's, there's little, there's literal deformity that happens by walking in shoes. So it's not a good thing to walk in those shoes. Right. Yet I am still very impressed. Yeah. You know why? Like why are, whatever, we could talk about this all day, but I will say this. I would like to, you know, I'd like to see somebody wearing those boots. It was pretty amazing that, you know, that they would, want those shoes. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to, like I said, walk two steps in them. Yeah. Me neither. But me neither. if I would have been Jenny, I would have sold them on the real real. Yeah. And gotten my couple thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. And then, then you laughed all the way to the bank. Well, yeah. Like, why are you giving them back to Mary? There's even a receipt there. Yeah. The real real could sell those to you for like two grand. Oh my gosh. Probably more. Okay. So we did Mary, Meredith, Lisa Barlow, Whitney, and then we Heather, Heather, our favorite, who doesn't have a storyline. No, Heather's staying out of the, the scrum the right now. Yeah. yeah, I love Heather. Yeah, I do. I think she's she's staying out of it right now. And I did think Whitney made the comment that they've now spent their entire savings. Well, yeah, they put 300 grand into that uh, company. Yeah. You guys, what is, why? 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 So you've we've rebranded, you've made new labels, you've made new product that has the bottles that are already pre-labeled is not a sticker. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just worried for her because we've talked about this, Sarah. We've talked about how, I mean, she's no Kyle Jenner, Kylie Jenner. Isn't she like the wealthiest beauty person now is, is the Kylie Kylie or or I don't know. Jen. I think it is Kylie actually. Yeah. And I think, did any of the other real housewives try to go into beauty? So Amber and I've talked about this a lot. Is there anybody from a Real Housewives franchise who has made money on beauty products? No, and that has been a housewife first, then made yes, the money, right? Exactly. It's just different than some of the other ones, yes, right? Exactly. They they were a housewife and then they parlayed that into Bethany. Yeah. We Bethany's, determined Be- I think Bethany Bethany's might the be the only one. one. But Beth, yeah, but I also feel like that Bethany was had a head start on it too. Remember, she was a, a celebrity apprentice. She was on the Martha Stewart thing before she oh, was ever on Real Housewives of Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I feel like that she had a head start as well. Plus, Bethany's just a different breed of yeah. housewife. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand beauty products, nutrition products, like all this nonsense that people would actually spend money on. You know, my mom went to the dermatologist the other day and she said, Hey, doctor so and so, you know, what could I do? What could I, what product could I buy for my wrinkles? And this dermatologist, I need to go to her probably said, yeah, go to Costco and get some of that rock stuff. You know, that ROC yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. at Costco. So, you know, to be spending money on designer beauty stuff, it's just a bunch of nonsense. You guys, that's my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Do you think that, um, oh although I look at my face, I don't know, maybe I should. Do you think stuff. she's going to do a pyramid marketing thing? Oh God, I hope not. She's in Utah. It, she seems, I think, I think the company that Justin had a t-shirt on, and I'm not sure that's Justin's company, but he had a t-shirt about, you know, this nutrient stuff. And I, I just worry, I hope it's not going to be like pyramid 
I don't know. This multi-level marketing shit that goes on in, in this Utah state, is I unbelievable. Don't, don't unbelievable. fall for it. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Get, go get a real job. I don't know. Cause know. you know what? You're never going to make that much money. Like just, you know, although what was that big company that everybody made like the, was it Almay or uh, Amway? Amway. Amway. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what? Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, my sister just texted us about real the Real Housewives. You guys, oh, she I just did. To tell you that. That's, oh. that's why I said to take a look at it. Okay. 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 Laura says, "It's Laura." I'm kidding you. <laughs> look who's on my Facebook newsfeed today, and zoom in closely. Heather Gay. Oh, it is Heather Gay. Yeah. How? Why is she on her Facebook newsfeed? I don't know. Huh. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, but what does that mean? All right. Well, anyway, I think we've done. <laughs> I love how you're like, whatever, Laura. Thanks for sending us nothing. Yeah, we're not sure what it is. Yeah. But we we really want to get Heather and or Whitney on our show. So again, call out to all of our wonderful listeners here. You can DM Sarah at, what would they DM you at? How do you do uh, oh, my Instagram account. Is SF Fanbor. Is that what D- DM means? Yeah. We need to set up our own Twitter, yeah. though. Yeah. Why don't we set up a Sascast Twitter? Yeah, we need we need to do that. We're terrible. We just have, like, 30 listeners. So, I mean, 3,000 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we do have more than 30 listeners. No, I know. We, we have in the triple digits. Yes, but still. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, did we guys, get everybody? Yeah, tonight? let me just say this. I'm going to make a comment. You guys, we're all going to be okay. I know we're all going back to work tomorrow. Mm. And you might be listening to this at the beginning of the work week. You're going to be okay. I promise. You know, I remember last year, I drank all day on New Year's Day. It was COVID. Yeah. Still COVID. It's still yeah, a surge. Still COVID. But I drank all day on New Year's Day. And then I was sick as a dog on day back to work. And I just, listen, look at me now. Look at you now. Not even drinking. Two days in a row. Yeah. Oh my. Right. So is, things can change. Things can change. Things. You're going to be okay. And by the way, I don't even remember what was going on at work that week. All I remember is being hungover. And so that just tells you that all these things, this too will pass. You won't remember what happened at work in the, you know. So you're days. suggesting that people are not really wanting to go back to work tomorrow. And when they go back to work, they're going to be like, Ay. yeah, every person I've run into today has been like, I can't believe I have to go back to work tomorrow. Every single person I've run into a few people. And I just want to say, remind you that you won't remember what happened at work in a week. So you'll be okay. Yep. Just wanted Absolutely. to give you a little of my cheer, cheering up. Cheering up. And uh, yeah. so cheers and happy holidays, or excuse me, happy new year. <laughs> happy new year. Yeah. To our uh, community here at SASCast with Sarah and Amber. And we look forward to doing a brief synopsis on Real Housewives of Orange County this week. And we also wanted to say about that. Thank you for reminding me, Amber. We said we were going to do an Orange County instead of the Roast Lake because they didn't show Roast Lake last week. Yeah. They didn't show Orange County last week either. Yeah. So that's why we didn't do an Orange County in the interim. <gasps> Sarah, I can't even believe we haven't said this. What? This was been a horrendous week. That's why nobody wants to go back is because Betty White has passed. Oh, God. Yeah. And well, that I, was I, a real. It was a. You guys, it was a real. Well, shock. I don't to say it. It was honestly, I almost cried. I cried. I think I did cry. I did cry. I, I, I definitely I cried it. and I just we did end up buying a car and we named it Betty White. Yeah, um, we did. We have another car that's named um uh Ruth. Ginsburg. Ruth yeah, RPG. Ginsburg. So I just so want to say we, this about we, we kind of have 
connections to our cars via these very strong women. And I wanted to say something today. We were talking with your mom at dinner and, and I said, Hey, can we count how many holidays we have named after women? Cause you suggested that we should have a Betty White holiday. We should, cause I suggested we should have, well, we should have a Ruth Bader Ginsburg holiday. And we should have a Betty White holiday and we should probably have a Mary, uh, Maya Angelou holiday. And we should have, um, a, a, a native, uh, uh, American suit so, sojourn. What's her name? So, <laughs> I forget her name. Yeah. I think we should have, we should have okay, we famous women and it's irritating to me. Well, you made the point and let's not forget what you, the point that you made. There is not one holiday that we celebrate in this country. That's um, that's due to a woman. Yeah. Not one, not one. Yeah. I suggested Betty, but then I thought there are so many before there's Betty other, there's other that of people. course, that we could very have a beautiful, diverse cast of women that we honor and we don't. And I say probably 99.9% of our listeners are women that we should put on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and start getting some holidays on the map for women named after women. Uh, take a break from work because well, of can women. I, can I make a comment though? I don't want it to be because there's International Women's Day ever, or there's National Women's Day. I, we're, that's not what we're talking about. We're saying that at least I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about we honor important people in this country, and we have holidays about Martin Luther King Day as an example, just one example. But there is not one single day where we are honoring a specific woman who is historically important to this country. And why is that? Yeah, no, that's exactly what I'm saying. But you right. just said it so much better. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not talking about International Women's Day. And I think that's great. But that's not anything about what we need. Right. We need to, like you said it beautifully. And you're just little- going back to Betty White. Turning. Listen, you know, but Betty White was an entertainer. She just brought joy to everybody. She's one of those people. It's like if Do- when and when we're all going to die, when Dolly Parton dies, you know, th- they're just people that have united us in bringing us happiness and joy. And I think Betty White was someone like that. We, no, Oprah Winfrey. No, there's plenty of people who don't like Oprah. There really is nobody who doesn't like Betty White, in my opinion. And there's nobody who doesn't like Dolly Parton. So I just feel like on some level, these are people who have united us and it's very difficult to unite us anymore. So that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Well, we got off on a little tangent, but you know, this is our podcast and our podcast is whatever comes to us. We kind of have, sorry, we have, we have central themes such as a Real Housewives franchise, but on occasion we are going to get a little off track. And this is an example of one of those times. If you get a chance to watch the Mary Tyler Moore episode, I wish I knew the number. Where uh, Betty White, uh, <laughs> playing Sue Ann Niven, uh, has an affair with Cloris Leachman. And what was Cloris Leachman's name Lock. again? Uh, oh, God. Phyllis. 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 She was, she slept, she's Lars. She, yeah, Phyllis. She was, uh, Sue Ann Niven was sleeping with Phyllis's husband. Yes. And it was like the most classic Mary Tyler Moore episode ever. And you see like legends, Mary Tyler Moore at her best. You see Cloris Leachman at her best. And you see Betty White at her yeah, best. And Betty and Cloris Leachman both died in 2021. Oh, did no Cloris Leachman died last year? Did she not? 2021. Did she? Yeah. 2021. Yeah, oh, lost. Guys. Lost a lot of greats. All righty, we are going to tie this one up with a bow, and we thank you very much for listening to Sascast with Sarah and Amber.